Dealquest viewers and listeners, I can't even tell you how excited I am to have Marquesta Petway on an upcoming episode of Dealquest. Marquesta and I have known each other for years through the speaker community. She is the Zoom queen, and she's going to not only talk about Zoom, but you're going to talk about some stuff around deals, right? Tell us what we're going to hear on your episode of Dealquest. Oh my goodness, Corey. I love your, your whole podcast video cast. I love what you do because we rarely get to talk about these kind of things. Um, I love what I do and how I've built, uh, quite a following and it's taking my business to the next level to be zoom queen. But my dear, I did not get here without some pretty risky deals. <laughs> Let me tell you. So, um, I'm sharing three deals, um, that I, did around my business that really helped me go to that next level, not just money wise and clientele wise, but my heart and soul uh, of where I want to go, because my business is so important to me as it is to so many other people. And I wanted to make sure that I just, I live what I call it. uh, I'm living my best business. (laughs) living my best business. So the only way I can do that is I've got to negotiate some pretty big deals. We're also going to talk about how um, not only do I love to negotiate deals in my own company, but I like to also do it for communities that are important to me. So we just closed a massive deal, guys. It's big. Hit, hit, Netflix. (laughs) It's big uh, for a community. So I don't know. I love deals. I really do. Love it. Love it. And I think, you know, I, I know that in these examples, not only are you going to get some practical ideas like hmm, maybe I can do a deal like that or it'll trigger some thinking, but also I know we're going to get into a little bit about, you know, what is that mindset difference that somebody like Marquesa has that has her think about doing these deals when so many people don't. So mm-hmm. our episode is going to be invaluable, folks. Definitely tune in to Marquesa Petway's episode on DealQuest. Y'all better watch it. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Corey. (laughs) Do you want your business to grow faster? Are you open to new and out-of-the-box ways to drive revenues and increase value? How do you imagine the most successful entrepreneurs and business leaders double, triple, or expand their businesses tenfold or more? The answer is deals. This is a weekly podcast featuring conversations with business owners, executives, and leaders as we reveal behind-the-scenes details that give you, our listeners, the confidence to pursue your own deal-driven growth. On the show, we discuss a huge variety of deals, everything from large, complex mergers and acquisitions to smaller deals that you can do even without significant capital. My name is Corey Kupfer, and I've been supporting deal-driven growth for businesses for 35 years as a successful entrepreneur, professional negotiator, and attorney. My goal is to help you strategize, plan for, find and complete deals that will help your company grow faster. Welcome to the Deal Quest podcast. Let's get started. Deal Quest listeners and viewers, I am so excited to have Marquesa Petway on the Deal Quest podcast. I've known Marquesa for years. Um, she is, um, everybody knows her as the Zoom queen, among many other things. Um, everybody Zooms these days, whether you're a business owner, leader, executive, or employee, standing out on Zoom can grow your business, influence, and impact. During this session, former CNN producer Marquesa Petway, aka the Zoom Queen, will share a few major features of Zoom you may not have no c- clue about. She's also going to share some things about her business model and some decisions and deals that she's made that have helped her grow her business as well. Um, so uh, there'll be a full bio in the show notes. You can definitely check that out. But I am so excited to have 
my good friend, Mokwesa Petway on the DealQuest podcast. Welcome, Mokwesa. Yay. Thank you, Corey. I'm excited to be here. I love making deals. Makes me nervous, <laughs> but I love making deals. I'm telling you. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay. So before we get to the what you do now and the deals you've done, I want to take you back to when you were growing up as a little girl, um, eight, maybe eight, 10, 12 years old. What did you want to be? Because I know it wasn't the Zoom queen because Zoom didn't exist back then. I'm not dating you too much by saying Zoom didn't <laughs> exist back then. So what did you want to be when you were growing up as a little girl? I love that question. It shifted. I think when I was really young, I wanted to be an entertainer. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you know that, Corey. I wanted to be an entertainer and to be a little bit more specific, a singer um, as well as an actress. And Mm -hmm. I, starting from the middle school all the way through high school and then later college, I did, I was an entertainer. Um, I don't know if you guys have heard of, most people know about Arts Magnet, Booger T. Washington, uh, Erica Baidu went there. There's some other, uh, Nora, oh, I can't remember Nora's last name. Nora Uh, But a lot of people went there and you had to audition to go. And so I was part of the music side. And then it took about a couple of years of auditions. And then they let me on entertainers, which meant you performed all over Dallas. So it's. And that was my kind of my direction until, you know, I got into college and said, well, I think I want to be a broadcaster. So that was my major and theater was my minor. So theater and acting and performing has always been kind of like my foundation. Uh, But my bigger career kind of leverages that foundation, which eventually led to me going into TV news, hating it, (laughs) becoming an executive. Right. And then while I was an executive, being on a stage, being an MC and saying, how can I do this for a living, which led to me speaking professionally. And then uh, 16 years in, um, I do a lot of things, but 16 years in, this is when I fell in love with the Zoom platform way before the pandemic, as Corey knows. Actually, the, within the first year Zoom launched, yes. I would tell all my buddies about it and they would say, what, huh? What is that? Who cares? <laughs> and little did we know it would become such a big part of everybody's lives. So that's kind of how it yeah. sort of moved. No question. Moved no question about it. Uh, all right. I'm going to ask you one other question looking back um, before we get to your current deals. What was the first deal of any type you can remember doing? It could have been when you're young as a kid or as an adult, like whatever comes to mind. Oh, my goodness. You know what? Something that I'm so proud of is, gosh, I think this was in fifth grade, Corey. I was a Girl Scout cadet. Okay. And we, oh, and it was twofold. Yeah, I was a Girl Scout cadet. I sold the most Girl Scout cookies. All right. And over 200 Girl Scouts. You see, I've always been competitive. <laughs> and then number two, um, my school had, um, we had to sell M&Ms or something like that, some kind of candies, top person. So I made a deal with my school. Let me lead this. And I got all kind of accolades, made money, and really became known in my school as the deal master. <laughs> love it. Love it. At a young love, age, it. Yeah. love it. So <laughs> the deal master, now the Zoom queen and the deal master still, right? Um, okay. So before we get into the deal side and some of the key strategic alliances and other things that you've done to help build your business, let's talk about, you know, you talk about Zoom. Obviously, you alluded to the fact that, you know, uh, most people have become, uh, you know, maybe painfully aware of Zoom because of the pandemic. Uh, I was one of the, I wasn't as early as you, but 
you know, I, I went to a virtual model um, in my firm in 2015 and have been using Zoom, you know, ever since, but not at the level that you know how to do it. So talk to us a little bit about, before we even get to the deal side, like, what exactly do you do with your clients and your courses and your all that stuff around Zoom? You know, because most people think, oh, you know, you, you do what we just did here, right? You, you know, you click a button and you're on camera and, you know, you're recording if you want to and you get to speak to a bunch of people and that's Zoom, right? But, no, no, no. You know. <laughs> Thank you for, I can hug you for asking that question. Um, it, the way I approach Zoom and what made Zoom stand out from all the other platforms that are available that were actually around before Zoom was because I quickly realized how Zoom was a huge resource in my business. And it helped me connect with my clients in a way that I've never connected with them before. So so if I gave you a specific example, I live in Manhattan, as Corey did for many years. And you know how your colleagues or even potential clients will call up and say, hey, can we meet in Midtown? Or can we, you know, wherever? And I remember I would say, okay, I got to find a day of the week where I'm going to go out because once I go out, get on that train, put on all my makeup and everything and come back home, I don't want to work. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I get distracted by the restaurants and just being out and about. So I said, wait a minute, there's got to be a way where I can leverage my energy, still have a lunch meeting, still have that personal connection, but not go through leaving my home. Because I like to do it, but not necessarily during the week. And so Zoom helped me do that, Corey. Zoom helped me in the early days um, get on here, but not just meeting like this, but deciding how can I brand my Zoom? Like I'm using a special tool to brand my Zoom. And I'm going to tell you, branding your Zoom matters because everyone's familiar with Microsoft. I love to share this, but several years later, um, Microsoft emailed me, somebody from Microsoft emailed me and said, hey, we heard you speak somewhere. We would like to bring you in for our employee conference and we wanted you to do a breakout session. That's what it was. And so I could have easily sent them an email and said, um, sure, this is how much I charge. That's what we typically do. Oh no, I didn't do that. I said, and again, this is way before the pandemic. I said, Sarah, instead, would you mind coming online with me and it's called Zoom and I'll see your face and you'll see mine. And I remember her saying, oh, I don't know. We have a firewall. I don't know if we can do that. I said, well, if you can't, it's also on the phone. So she figured out and got it on the firewall, you know, was able to come on. And so when she first came on, she didn't come right into my Zoom. She came into my fancy waiting room. My fancy waiting room has my logo on it. It has a message, kind of like a doctor's waiting room. Hello, you're here. Um, I can't wait to help you. And here is my ebook if you want to download it. Isn't that cool? So she comes through the waiting room. Then I can see that she's there because sometimes meetings go over. Then I bring her in. And then she, and I put in my back, my, my branding, Microsoft. So it was my brand and Microsoft. And she's like, whoa, that's cool. <laughs> I can tell in her body language. Then I said, tell me more about your event. So then I shared my screen and I pulled up my favorite mind mapping software, mapped out everything she said in front of her. Put it this way, Corey, I convinced mm-hmm her and her team to not only bring me in as a breakout speaker, but to allow me to do three breakouts, one of them in front of leadership and a keynote on the main stage. 
So wow. how did I make that happen? I wowed them. They got to see, she already knew how I spoke, but her team didn't know how I, I spoke. And I remember her saying, this is great, Marquess. I want to go back and talk to my team. Is there a chance I can bring them on and we can meet in a couple of weeks once I see what they want to do? I said, absolutely. She brought three people with her. So they came on and they were able to see this. So Zoom oh. is my virtual office. It's my virtual studio. It's my virtual stage, um, platform, everything. So here's the thing. And that's what I do with my clients. It's one thing just to show up on Zoom and talk. It's another thing to use it as a business tool. And with the type of Zoom level that I have that I offer to other people, uh, they get a chance to use transcription on Zoom. They get a chance to use the other major platform within Zoom and some of the other tricks. So it's all about using Zoom to grow your business. And just like my bio said, uh, increase your influence and really take your impact to the next level. And that's what I help people do. Love it. Love it. All right. And and you could have done that, you know, just by being a, you know, somebody who trains, you know, on, on, on Zoom and get paid in whatever your business model is for, from clients. But you actually did a deal with Zoom that uh, had you, uh, you know, take a bigger role, but also had some risk involved in it, right? Oh, yes, absolutely. Um, it's so funny because one of my, um, I had a kind of a tribe or a following of people hanging out with me and saying, she's Zoom queen and asking me all kind of questions. And I remember it was right during the pandemic, right after the pandemic, actually, maybe two or three months. And someone said, hey, uh, don't you offer these licenses, these advanced licenses? Because I had this license with another organization, but there were a lot of people that aren't a part of this organization that were interested in this license. And I said, no, I'm not doing that. That's too, I had no interest, literally. And then one day, I, you know how seeds get planted, Corey? <laughs> yeah. then, they won't leave you, right? They're still there. Yes. So then one day I went to Zoom I submitted a question and said, hey, um, I'd like to talk to somebody about this. And I really thought very small, like maybe I'll have maybe a deal with 50 licenses or something like that. So I wanted something really small that didn't have a whole lot of risk. Well, <laughs> we talked. Next thing I know, uh, the value of my deal so is equivalent to going from working from home and then having your own like three-story office, <laughs> depending on the city you live in. If it's New York, just one floor. Um, it was a big financial deal. And this deal is, you know, part of it that makes me, well, it, it means I'm a Zoom administrator and I'm able to sell these $2,000 a pop licenses that I do not sell for 2000 I sell it at a much way, way lower price, but yes. that's the value of the license. And so if the average person goes to Zoom and tries to do this, they have to commit to a minimum of maybe 1500 all the way to 6000 to do these licenses. So I'm paying somewhere in there. And uh, I have all these different licenses under me and I love it, Corey, because this is, this just helps me to really kind of take my platform to the next level and it show people she's serious. She's right. not just playing, she's serious because now I'm not an organization. You, you know, I'm a business within myself. I have contractors and people that work for me, but I'm not this huge organization that, 
offered these licenses. I'm just me. So when they saw what I was doing, it really showed a lot of people <clears throat> look at her. And then those people told their friends and those people told their friends. And then Corey, I attracted all types of clients. I literally quadrupled my wow. client base by entering into this deal. So it taught me a lesson. Whew, I'm already a risk taker, but it taught me a lesson about you know what? Sometimes your the biggest risk you take are the ones that are going to take you to an unbelievable level. Do your research, ask questions, maybe start small and grow, but it's worth it in the long run. And I love it. I love being in this position and it sets me apart from everybody else. And everywhere I go, Zoom queen, Zoom queen. Some people know Zoom queen more than they know my name. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. And, and, you know, just uh, listeners and viewers, just to break a couple of things down without giving, you know, numbers which would be inappropriate but what my question had to do was commit to a certain amount of money right for you know for a certain amount of users she could have um whether or not she was successful in getting those uh folks to you know to to resell these uh these zoom licenses so you know that's the deal that's the fundamental concept of the deal that she has with zoom so she's taken the risk of being able to successfully you know sell now of course it's such a good offering that people can't get on their own and my question is you know, got such a great reputation that, you know, and, and really knows the stuff. So, so she was able to do it, but, you know, a lot of times on this podcast, I talk about the mentality of a, of a deal maker, right. And we talk about it happens in the speaker community all the time where a lot of speakers just get paid like artists. They, they get paid per gig. Right. And they don't have this deal mentality. They don't look at strategic alliance. They don't look at affiliate deals. They don't look at sponsorship deals. You know, there's licensing, right. Bill Case was on, you know, we talked about licensing, um, and, um, so I want to point out not only, uh, you know, what my question is talking about in terms of the deal, but also that mentality to, for her to say, wait, is there something bigger I can do? Yes. I understand there's some risk in it. Is that a risk I'm willing to take? And I'm going to do this differently. I'm just not going to get paid. I mean, she does get paid from individual clients to consult and, and help them, you know, build as new presence and all that kind of stuff. But also now she basically gets, you know, to resell these Zoom licenses, uh, you know, and that deal, you heard her say, quadrupled her business. So, you know, that's a mentality shift that, you know, I think it's important for those of you out there who, you know, are looking to grow more exponentially. Maybe you're, you're stuck or maybe, you, you know, maybe you, you have a growth rate, but you want to accelerate it. These are the kind of things that you want to start looking at. And Marquesa gave you a great example of that. Yes. Uh, and I'm so glad I did. I mean, I remember when I signed the contract, Corey, I was like, ah, <laughs> let's do this. I'm going to flop on my face and think about it. Once you get a lot of clients, they're depending on you. you know what I mean? right. So it's a lot of moving parts, but I don't regret it. And I'm excited because it's just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah. Yeah. That's and, <laughs> yeah, so that's great. And, you know, so this was a key. And, you know, you and I have talked in the past generally just about the concept of strategic alliances, right? You know, and, and how important they are. You want to talk a little bit about that? Because that's another oh area that some people do really well and other people don't take advantage of. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, one of my uh, strategic alliances that I'm so proud of this year is I, I had to, you have to ask yourself in your business, in addition to making money and earning money and having a certain type of living, what else in my heart and my soul do I really want to do? And one thing I love about being what I call a speakerpreneur is that we're able to do whatever we want in our business. You just got to put that 
business mindset behind it and know how to sell it, you, you know, know how to sell it. And so I said, okay, I'm known as Zoom Queen out there. Um, and I've already leveraged that with licenses, but you know what? A lot of people will hire me because of who I am. I'm Zoom Queen, I'm requested, they know who I am. How can I leverage that even deeper in my business? So uh, a lot of people started to approach me and initially it's easy for me to say, hey, I'll just work with you and then tell everybody I use it and maybe make affiliate income. That's how maybe I thought in the past. Oh no, this time I said, no, I want to be an, I want, ambas- I want an ambassador payment, also known as a spokesperson payment. And I did that with ZapPad. It's called the ZapPad. It's great. A friend introduced them to me and literally... Corey, when we had our first launch to my tribe, literally this company said I was, I gave them the highest sales they have ever had. Wow. So that is a strategic partner where I'm thinking who needs to get in front of an audience that uses Zoom with a tool, a product, a resource um, in order to really get it out there. And how can I not only make an affiliate income, which means I'm getting a piece of the sale but also another income that's out of being an ambassador to the brand, a brand ambassador, as well as a spokesperson. So that was huge. And to top it off, we just, I just attended a major conference in Las Vegas for an association I'm part of. And one of my partners was there, someone who I've had a partnership with for years, um, and they have a huge database and they heard me talk about this and they want me to bring this tool and some others to their particular database, which has thousands <laughs> of people within their database. Because again, you got to think strategically. I could have just said, hey, here you go, sell it. No, I said, I want to share it because I know how to sell it in a way where people will see if it's worth it in their business or in their life. So it's just going above and beyond. Yeah, it's a, it's a great it's a great example. And I want to point some things out about that deal. But before we do, let's give let's give them a little uh, we'll give them a little uh, a little pitch here. So tell us in a couple of sentences what Zappad does. Oh, yeah. Zappad is like a remote control for Zoom. This thing is awesome. It is, you know, those shortcuts, every service has their shortcut. So sometimes I need to share my screen. Sometimes I need to mute. Sometimes I need to mute everybody. Sometimes sometimes I want to take a screen capture. Do you ever want to capture the whole screen with one button? Zoom don't even do that. Sometimes I want to switch cameras because I have different cameras, virtual cameras. Sometimes say that I'm on with 25 people, I want to go to the next screen and the next screen. Well, instead of me going to my Zoom dashboard and doing all this that takes time, I just chill over here <laughs> and right. then just click the buttons. And That's it does amazing. it. amazing. And just so one touch for each of those. It's one touch for everything. So at the end, wow. we give the website where they can go and get their own. And if they put in my Zoom queen code, they'll get free shipping. But it's a game changer. I love it. <laughs> uh, awesome. So listen, there's a, you know, in addition to the fact that you mentioned that I want to give, I know if Quest is recommending it, it's got to be a great product. So I want to give them a little, little air time here. I also wanted to do that because I want to illustrate, you know, what's happened here. If you think about it, right. 
Um, well, Quest, first of all, has built this reputation. And we've had some other people on, Ramon Ray and some others who have done similar things in that they build a following and now brands want to work with them and they get paid, you know, sponsorship or, you know, um, a spokesperson or, you know, whatever, whatever the affiliate, whatever the deal is. Um, so there's that piece of it. Um, but the, what, what keeps it in integrity and what any kind of great brand ambassador does is they're only going to endorse and recommend products that they know are great and that they know are appropriate for their audience. And you can tell right off the bat, of course, that this, you know, uh, this product is so in line with what the Zoom Queen does, right? And what, and what she teaches. So it's, it's, it's totally in alignment. So they get access to an audience, right? Part of the deal, what do they get? They get access to an audience, to a, a very qualified uh, audience uh, through somebody who's respected, you know, and loved and, you know, and uh, through that audience and that audience already pays her money, right? And will take her recommendations. So they get that exposure, those additional sales, et cetera. For them to pay whatever they pay, that's confidential, but whatever it is to do that makes sense for them because that, you know, they, they have customer acquisition and marketing costs and all kinds of ways to get customers. This is a much more efficient way to do it. And of course, Marquess's audience, clients, friends, all that kind of stuff, podcast listeners here um, get a great recommendation on a great product that's really going to help their business, right? I mean, you want to talk about a win-win-win deal. That's those are the kind of deals we should be looking for, and that's you know, again, the mentality of how somebody like Marquess, who's really a deal maker, how her mind works, right? She doesn't just say, "Oh, you know," I mean, how many times have we all recommended products we just happen to use and like to people? you know, who maybe end up buying them, but we don't do a deal around it, you know, and we may not frankly have the leverage to do a deal around it. But when you do, you know, you should be thinking about doing a deal. And like, and then here's something else too, Corey. I love that. I literally just had a meeting with myself one day and I just kind of brain dumped. What is it that I can, you know, what are my strengths? Not just in being a speakerpreneur or Zoom expert, but what are my strengths just as a business so that I can be a brand ambassador, so that I can maybe do a commercial, so I can do all of these awesome projects. What are my strengths? What is, what is something that makes me unique? Because there's other people that do what you do and what I do, sure, but what's going to sure. make me stand out? And one of the things I noticed that I got, I would often get feedback on with all the roles I serve in in my business was my personality. Yeah, and Corey knows it. I have an out there, high energy type of personality. Um, and so one of the things I decided to do was how can I leverage this personality? So I ha- I'm featured in a commercial that's coming out either at the end of July or early August. So I'm still waiting on it's coming. It's supposed to be on national TV, um, wow. on social as well as on um, social as well as on digital. And I shot it um, in a private place in Soho in Manhattan. Whole crew was there for me. Corey, it was a dream come true. I can't say what the product is. It has yeah, nothing to do with Zoom Queen, believe it or not. But I asked myself, what made them hire me? And guys, although I did acting in college and I was a theater major and I did a little acting when I moved to New York almost 30 years ago, I'm not a professional actress. Uh, that's not what I do because I really committed to being a professional speaker and and everything that goes with that. So I'm not into the acting world anymore. And I remember one of my colleagues saying, well, wait a minute, does this mean you're going to do, what if this commercial gets big, you're going to do other commercials? And I said, no, this just gives me a bigger name. 
And it helps me leverage those other parts of me. So now I'm not only hired for being Zoom queen or the knowledge I have, but I'm also hired for who I am. Mm. So really, so that's another way that I kind of made another deal. (laughs) I love that. And that that speaks to something that our listeners and viewers have heard me talk about over and over again. I won't go through it in detail, but this whole conversation I always talk about, about that ideally everybody in your organization, but certainly the founder, CEO, you know, main person like Maquasa, like myself, you know, ideally you find your highest and best use areas, right? What are you great at? What do you love doing? And what is highly leveraged that's going to make a difference? If you, if you only do or try to do as much of your time only in those things, right, that you are great at, love doing and move the needle and make a difference, right? You can see how commercial can make a difference, right? You can see how some of these other, you know, deals that request is done can make a difference, right? That's when things really take off for you, right? I mean, look at how much time all of us are, you know, many of you, I'm sure, me too, but much less so because I focus on, I suppose, use, are distracted by stuff that is not in those, in those areas. And it's amazing when you focus in those areas how your growth can go significantly. And then, and then you have capital, to, you have money to hire people to do all the other stuff, right? Right. So it's a great example. It's a great example. Let's take a break from the show for a minute so I can invite you to a new way to determine your deal readiness. I created a fast and easy assessment that will determine exactly how deal ready you are. Once you complete the assessment, I use your responses to identify the obstacles that are holding you back from being a deal-driven growth genius. It's as easy as heading to coreycupfer.com slash assessment. That's coreycupfer.com slash assessment and filling out a few multiple choice questions. I'll be checking in after the episode to see what your results are. Now back to the show. Um, so my question, any other thoughts, any other deals uh, that you've done that you want to share or lessons that you've learned uh, before we, I mean, we're, we have a little more time, but as we get to us, let's say the last quarter or third of the podcast there, any other thoughts? Yes, I do. There's another deal. And it's so funny with our timing of this particular interview. Um, I'm also a leader in a community of speakers. Think about whatever it is that you do. It's a no brainer that you would be part of the associations and you would connect with other people that do what you do for lots of reasons. Right. And so I'm a leader in one of these particular groups. And um, I could easily just go out and make a lot of deals for myself. That's great. But if I can make a deal that will not only bring me in and give me visibility, but also bring in the community that I lead or the community that I support, oh my goodness, um, it just knocks it out of the park. So one of the, and I've been a leader here about six or seven years, something like that. And it's really a community of speakers of the African-American heritage. There is a app um, that's that's really considered Netflix for Black folks, so to speak. And this particular app, uh, or rather, they got an introduction through somebody else on the team. And I had a talk with them and they said, listen, you guys are all speakers. You're experts. This is what you do. We want to have a whole channel on our network via our app where it just features you guys. And this is where we want you to do master classes. We want you to do, um, you know, short, quick interviews. We want you to do episodes. We want you to do talk shows. And because they said, wait a minute, the biggest people that have content where they don't have to work hard and they're 
they're comfortable with being in front of a camera. Hello, our professional speakers. And right. since network is a network that pretty much supports people, uh, black people, it was a win-win to kind of connect with this organization. So literally this morning, we announced it to membership. It's going to launch in September of 21, but we announced it to the entire membership. Uh, this is what we're doing. You have an opportunity to be part of this. We're going to meet next week to sort of drill down, but it's a very big deal. And Corey, the best part about it is it's not free. We're getting paid by this app. Every single person that's an expert that shows up and does a masterclass. Just imagine that, you know, you do a masterclass, um, th then people will subscribe and you get a piece of that money. So it's, it, it not only feels good to do deals that grow my business, but it feels even better to do deals that really impact others. Yeah. And, you know, and obviously, listen, you know, community is a community I know you've been committed to for a long time. And yeah, and to provide, you know, those those additional opportunities. And and listen, especially nowadays, I mean, think about how many platforms are looking for people to give free content. So the fact that there's not only the obviously promised all the time exposure, um, but there's actually a financial reward, you know, as part of that deal is, is you know, is, is phenomenal. Um, and, you know, we talk about all the time, uh, speakers owning their value and, you know, and getting paid or at least getting true value, not, not some phantom exposure value, um, true value of some sort. Um, so, you know, you've helped, uh, make that deal possible, not only for yourself, but for, for, for all community, which is, which is phenomenal. Great work. Yeah, it feels good. I have to tell you, I'm like, yes, a little nervous. And it's funny, Corey, we had to do a whole kind of teaser or sample because before you announce a deal, you really want whoever you're going to, to believe in and trust it so that yeah, they would yeah. take it seriously and be a part of it. So literally I had to bring in a professional videographer. I got off my beloved Zoom. You hear me? <laughs> got off my <laughs> beloved Zoom, brought in a camera crew to record me. And because I kept saying, Oprah, 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 how would she do it? And literally it's four of us. We all followed the same type of kind of opening and closing. I mean, it had a lot of moving parts. So whatever it is that you do, if you want to do something, you have a big idea, really drill down, find the perfect, most ideal team that believes in that vision, a team where if you're the right brain, they're the left brain. Um, and then really look at what's the term, what's the long-term goal and how will it help us overall? And it's literally taking our group to that next level. And that feels good. Ooh, and so relationships it all you may say well what's that under benefit or that foundational benefit and it's relationships yeah 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 no question and listen you know uh, when you get the opportunity to serve others whether they're clients whether they're colleagues you know and um you know my uh, question and i are both professional speaking members of the national speakers association or i, I guess they changed that thing we're, we're members of the national speakers association um, and, and overall, uh, one of the things I love about that community is people, for the most part, are very, very generous, you know, with their sharing information, with their time, you know, whatever, even people who are supposedly competitors, uh, you know, there really is sort of an abundance mentality. And, and you know, I think speakers know that, for the you know, it's, sometimes this is not true, but for the most part, an organization a company, whatever, is not going to bring you back every single year. They may have you a couple years in a row, but then they're going to want to have a new speaker. So, you know, to be able to recommend somebody who's in your area and then, you know, to, to benefit other people and listen, I mean, you, you know, 
Do you think all these folks that uh, this deal is going to benefit that what Questel put together, uh, you know, aren't going to uh, be appreciative and, you know, and think about, you know, her even more than they would uh, because of what she's doing and she's not doing it for that purpose, right? She's, you know, she's doing it from a true place of service, but it always comes back to us. Some, any of my listeners know that I really come from the mentality of being of service and making impact and, and giving, and, you know, there's the universal law of giving and receiving. If you give without any expectation of return, it does come back to you. The funny part is if you give an expectation of return, then it doesn't work. So, you know, it's, uh, um, so that's what we're talking about here. Um, well, this is, this is amazing. Um, all right. So um, before I ask you my last question uh, on the podcast, there are so many things that people are going to want to know, right. Uh, to find out, out information with you, whether it's working, you know, with you as the zoom queen, whether it's some of these, you know, products that you've got an opportunity to, you know, to endorse with, you know, all the other stuff that you're doing. Um, what's the best place or places for them to find out more about Marquesa Pepe and the Zoom Queen and everything else you got going on? Yes. Well, I have a lot of sites and a big <laughs> web presence and I'm all over social, especially Facebook and Instagram and Twitter um, and LinkedIn. It's so funny. I closed a big deal on LinkedIn yesterday uh, because type in Zoom and I come up. Uh, but the best place to find me and the easiest place to find me is Zoom Queen, zoomqueen.com. That's literally sort of like, I call it the directory to my whole world, you know, and there's a link that says, if you want a Zoom enterprise license, click here. If you want to Zoom Queen to text you tips and updates uh, about when she's going live and what's new with Zoom here. So everything is on that mini site. Go to zoomqueen.com. I also have a wonderful free ebook, Corey, because one of the biggest questions that people have is how do I create a fabulous virtual background? Mm. And I'm going to tell you, Zoom just dropped like a whole new app that gives you access to hundreds of virtual backgrounds. Here's the issue though. People will use a virtual background. You've seen this, Corey, and they look like an alien, you know, very unprofessional. It looks weird. Right. They 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 move the hand and it disappears. And, you know, it looks crazy. And I don't like that. And, and so, um, I've created an ebook that tells you exactly what to purchase mm-hmm. um, and how to set up inside of Zoom and outside of Zoom to ensure that you have a smooth virtual background that looks professional. All right. And within oh. zoomqueen.com, if you're like, oh, I like this thing you have, how do you do it? All of that is under what I call Club ZQ. And this is where people that really want to go to that next level with Zoom and stand out from the crowd. You should see me. I'll go on my Weight Watchers meeting, Corey, with this. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> or my church. I don't use this one, but I'll still use a wonderful these are called overlays and I do all sorts of things. Um, I have me in the corner, put it this way. I don't watch TV the same at all. (laughs) All the things that they do on TV, I can do. And you can do all of this uh, with Zoom. But again, it's not offered by Zoom. It is a third party. So if you're like, where are all these tips and tricks? Um, That's under my club, clubzq.com, where we talk about it. So that way you're not looking for everything. Just go to zoomqueen.com. Love it. Zoomqueen.com. You won't forget that URL. A lot of times when I have other guests on, I say the URL is going to be in the, you know, if you're driving or whatever, the URL is in the show notes in case you don't remember it. It'll be in the show notes, folks, but I don't think you'll forget it. It's very easy. (laughs) Zoomqueen.com. You want to talk about great brand? Um, That's amazing. All right, my question. So my last question on the podcast is um, my highest ideal in life is freedom. And for me, that means freedom from 
for all people from oppression in the world to the reason I'm an entrepreneur. And I don't I haven't worked for somebody, you know, other than my clients, but I haven't had a boss in, you know, in 30 years. Uh, what does freedom mean to you in your life and business? Oh, I love that. You were reading my brain somehow, <laughs> because that is my number one value in business as well. But just to kind of, you know, uh, pull something out of what freedom looks like for me. And I've had this set up for a while since I've been in business for 16 years. I not only wanted freedom in my business, but I also wanted a, what I call a lifestyle business. Mm -hmm. And what that means is wrapping my business around my day-to-day life. So many individuals found themselves during this pandemic at home, working from home. So they were forced to combine business with personal. And so many people are struggling with being productive. They're struggling with spending time with their family you know, getting work done, not being overwhelmed by all these moving parts. So how can you have that lifestyle business? This is where you may decide, you know what? I don't want to work on Mondays. I only want to work Tuesday through Friday. And on Fridays, I'm only going to work half of a day. So you literally schedule all of your client appointments around that time. You you make decisions based on what's most important for you. Corey, I have a whole mastermind that I lead on this. So you will also see that if you go to zoomqueen.com is called creating your own lifestyle business. I call it crystal, the crystallized mastermind. And all we do literally twice a month is talk about what's a strategy that you can implement or a step you can take to up-level your lifestyle business. So that's something I have done. I'll give you another example that'll really excite people. And this is before the pandemic. I live in New York city, as you guys know, and speakers, we travel quite a bit and early in, early, um, early in this business, I did what a lot of other professional speakers do. I um, became a speaker for what they call training, seminar training companies. And I was on the road, y'all, like literally all day long. I literally, I only saw my apartment once a week (laughs) because I was either (laughs) traveling to the next city or speaking. So I'd speak four or five days a week and you literally go on tours and it sounds glamorous, but it's hard. You weren't paid a lot of money. Remember I said, this was at the beginning of my career uh, because the company that was sending you out was making all the money and you really didn't have a life. I mean, you would speak several hours a day. Then you got to drive 200 miles. And if it's longer, you get on a plane and then you get to your hotel. You got a little time to eat something and go to sleep and do it all over again. And after about three and a half years, I literally, when I started driving to the wrong city, I knew I needed something (laughs) different. So this is what planted the seeds. And I gained a lot of weight. I didn't love life. What is that? I had nothing. And so literally I would get up in front of an audience doing what I love, but personally I was so miserable. And I said, okay, how can I do this my way? That's an example of a lifestyle business. So, you you know, it took a few years for me to implement what I'm going to share now. But I said, you know what? I love traveling all over the world. That's great. But I want my clients to come to me. And so I decided, and I, guys, I live in uptown, uh, uptown New York City, Harlem, fabulous space. I've lived here um, in this area almost 30 years. I've lived in New York almost 30 years. And I've lived in this particular building, which is fabulous for about 22, 23 years. So I said, you know what? I want people to, I want to, I don't want to go that far from my apartment. I want to be able to lay in my bed 
And I don't want every single weekend to be taken with people flying into New York City. So how can I do all of this? So I have my checklist of what I want. And I said, okay, let me see if there's an Airbnb in my area. Found an Airbnb literally five minutes door to door. Um, and then I asked a few clients who wanted to work with me, are you willing to come out here and spend three days with me? They said, yes. I said, okay, huh. I'm going to have some clients fall, uh, fly in on a Sunday evening and then i'm going to work with them monday monday and tuesday so tuesday all day monday although all day tuesday and they fly out wednesday afternoon then i'm going to have the second group come in thursday evening same thing and then they're with me all day friday all day saturday and they fly out mid-sunday that's what i did uh each person paid anywhere from five thousand to ten thousand dollars to be a part of this that to me is a lifestyle business. I'm able to do what I love on my terms. So not only is my pocketbook happy, mm-hmm. but my heart and my soul is happy. So lifestyle business is what freedom means to me. I, I, I love that answer. And, and um, you know, for uh, my regular listeners and viewers, um, you know, you can hear how consistent that is my conversation because it's really interesting, Mark Wesson, because in the in the venture capital world, right? In the financing and funding world, lifestyle business is like almost a curse. Meaning like, <laughs> oh, you only have a lifestyle business. I'm not, it's not investable, right? You know, like, um, so that term has gotten a bad rap. And I, I've been sort of like on a mission to um, uh, rejuvenate or reframe that term because I think every business should be a lifestyle. Like, why do we become entrepreneurs? Now, by the way, if the lifestyle you truly want is to have a venture funded tech company where you're going to be, you know, building the next Facebook or test, you know, whatever it is. Right. And that's what you want to do when you want to be flying all around the world, whatever, but that's truly like the lifestyle you want, then that's a lifestyle business. For me, a lifestyle business is not about size. It's not about funded, not funded. It's not about whatever it's about. I always say, and it's just, just to reiterate, I'm so consistent with what you're talking about. Like why become an entrepreneur and not work for somebody if you're not going to create a business that supports the life that you want to have, right? You know, I split time between New York and California. How, why do I do that? Because that's the life I want to have. People say to me, oh, did you go out there for business? I'm like, no, I was able to do it because I run my own business and I can do what, what the heck I want. And then it's, it's actually our business advantages for me to be on both coasts because I have clients on both coasts and, and everywhere in between. But the point is I did it because I want to live by the marina. I want to live by the beach. I want to live in the 75 and sunny every day, right? So I love this concept of, you know, I'm always amazed at how many entrepreneurs don't design their businesses around their lives. Maybe they don't realize they, they can't do it. So you and I are so consistent with that. And I love that, uh, uh, you know, uh, reframing of the, uh, you know, of, or the, con- the, the context that you put in, uh, in terms of lifestyle business, because I, I really, I really believe in that. So do. Yeah, because I love what I do. But what, what is that saying, Corey? Um, you know that you love what you do. And I think I'm paraphrasing <laughs> when you do your job or do your career, but you never feel like you're working. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I completely yeah. paraphrase that sucker. Yeah. Yeah. It's but, something yeah. like, right. If you, if you, if you love what you do, you'll never really work a day in your life or something like that. Right. That's it. That's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Love it. Yeah. hundred percent. hundred percent. My question, I am so thrilled that you came on and provided, I, I had no doubt you were going to provide great value and you did to our, to our audience. Uh, I so appreciate having you as a guest on the Field Quest podcast. And I appreciate you, Corey, not only as 
a brilliant person, but as a friend and a colleague. So thank you for having me. Uh, you're welcome. Great to have you. Thank you for joining me on this episode of DealQuest, where we help you understand how deal-driven growth can be your ticket to freedom. I want to invite you to a unique way to tap into the wisdom and experience of the DealQuest community. Join the DealQuest Deal Den Zoom calls, a free monthly 90-minute mastermind. In the mastermind, we address all the challenges you may be facing and help support you with the opportunities that may arise in terms of deal-driven growth. You will get input not only from me, but all the members on the call will collaborate and serve each other in a mastermind format. To sign up for the free mastermind, go to www.coreycupfer.com slash dealden. That's coreycupfer.com slash dealden. I'll see you there. I'm Corey Kupfer. Until next week, wishing you the freedom and financial prosperity that I know your deal quest will bring.